0: Hello podcast listeners, welcome to the I failed Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Shay Ruff, also known as Wisdom by 30 author and owner. What is this podcast about? This podcast is a space where failure is welcome. Our guests and myself will be sharing our failed moments to help you get through yours and be set free from regret. So grab your favorite snacks, drink, friend, while we get free together. See you soon. Fail podcast. I'm your host and creator, Shay Ruff. Today's failure is about balance. We all are on the search for a balance. So whether you're married, single. In between, a parent or not. Today's guest is one of my life pillars and close friends, Renisha Fields. She is the owner of Defining You by His View and Traveling Blog, Blockster with Life with Rue. And today she is going to define balance with us through failure. So, Rue, thank you for being with us today.
1: Thank you. Hi, everybody. <laughs>
0: So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Today's topic is balance. And so I just want to honor your bravery to discuss (laughs) balance because um, it's a touchy subject for everybody. And so um, and it also can be used in a way of saying, well, I have more than you do, so you don't have to worry about balance. So we kind of speak to each other in that tone. So let's get into your balance and what. So, what have you been trying to do to keep your balance?
1: Oh, child, honey. Oh, <laughs> I've been doing the skip that to the D. I don't know if you know Tony Baker, the comedian, and he always has these bits where someone is stumbling and falling. Yes. I'm right all right that's that's okay. the main thing, but um, my challenges with balance have really come in trying to balance my profession, trying mm-hmm. to balance ministry mm-hmm. and a personal life, yeah, so all of those are whoppers within themselves, and what I've really been having to do is just redefine what proper stewardship looks like, you know, yeah, to be able to get to the place to
0: where I'm balanced in one and all? Mm-hmm. First of all, you said stewardship. Child. So it's a word that nobody wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of us want to th- talk about stewardship because we're like, oh, steward, um, nope, I'm not a stewardess. I'm not in the form <laughs> <of life."> so, <laughs> so no, I don't want to talk about that. But no, but um, let's talk about stewardship because stewardship goes along with balance. And what happens is we forget about it or we just decide to skip it. Like you said, I'm just that we decide to skip it. So, what does stewardship mean to you?
1: It's funny, the words play on each other. So, for me, stewardship is having things in proper balance. Yes. Um, But when it comes to stewardship, it also includes having a perspective of responsibility. Yeah. In those areas while having things in proper balance. So for instance, I have to steward my finances. If, right, if I do not (laughs) properly steward my finances, now one of my biggest resources isn't there, which can then put me out of balance because then I'm going to be doing the most.org. Yes. In the other area. (laughs) And then back to the skip that be the deed. So, Absolutely. Yep. For me, I for sure consider stewardship to be the responsibility to prioritize and balance whatever mm. it is that you've been blessed with. Like, I have these things that are in my hands, I have these things that I've been entrusted with. Sure. I have these things I've worked hard to gain, but in order, for me to have those things. To continue to have them. But then also to best manage them. I have to steward them well.
0: Yeah. It goes
1: back to. It means I need to be in balance. To even have the energy. To be able to do that.
0: So tell us about a moment. Where you failed. <laughs> to do that. Oh my.
1: I love that. The show is. I feel like I love the tense on it. But just being fully transparent. I'm still walking out. <laughs> I'm still walking out, being a victor in this. Um, and, and 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 I and I actually appreciate owning that because there are things that I can recognize yeah. that before wouldn't even have been a consideration. So mm-hmm. I consider that to be a gift. Um, but so I will say when it comes to the expectation mm-hmm. that I put on myself. Yeah. And then looking at what it is that I've been entrusted with to steward when it comes to my profession, when it comes to ministry, and then when it comes to a personal life, it would almost be as if I was thinking I was going to get an extra 24 hours or something. Like I was maxing out all the hours and the and the time. And I honestly didn't really see anything wrong with it. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to tell you the truth when it comes to you talk about pillars and I appreciate, you know, I see you the same way. Um, But like I, you know where I stand when it comes to this faith thing, you know, who I rock with and now your audience will too. like that's my dude forever. Yeah. But I feel like God blesses me to have people put in my life that check me yeah <laughs> and so
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am.
1: in the first area, in just you know a uh, nice standard meeting in the break room at work, interaction with who's become my advisor uh she would just ask me, so how was your weekend? What did you do? Just standard greeting china we're both heating up a muffin, let's chat, and so in those fifteen seconds. What she started to notice was a pattern of my answer was never nothing. And that I've learned too. Like, it's okay for it to be nothing sometimes. When What are you doing today? Nothing. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to be having a seat. That's what I'm I doing. <laughs> but I always had a booked calendar. And you know this about me. Like, I'm always booked. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point to where when I stopped, when I started all the time having the same response of, oh, I, you know, I um, I did this or I did that. For me, I'm like, I'm loading my time with good stuff. Mm-hmm. And for her, she's just like, huh. <laughs> she doesn't know how to sit down. Ooh. She saw it as, and she let me know this and we weren't, you know, and I love you, Rena, but she's just like, Okay. Basically, if you come to me one more time telling me of all this stuff that you did on what should be an off day, I'm gonna be looking at your calendar and I'm just gonna start crossing stuff out. Oh so her perception of my busyness is what alerted me to the fact that okay, maybe there's something I should look here, look at here. And so I started going to her and then I gave her permission to check me. Like I gave her permission to look and what we found was when i had to actually write out even if it was just so you know i'm finishing bible college like even if it was just an exam i had to study Mm -hmm. um, she made me put the things that i'm responsible for on the calendar but she also made me put myself on the calendar so i'll never forget one time she's just like you know what yeah all of this is good stuff but i don't see you anywhere on here Mm. she checked me about my dog she's like you know you chose him he didn't choose you Wow. At the time, you know, I was cultivating and being responsible to a relationship. So it's just like, when you have time for like that relationship? And for me, I always fit everything in, but I've learned that even if you manage to get it done, it doesn't mean that you're balanced.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So you said like 80,000 things in once. (laughs) Okay. puts us in place So one you allow someone to check your schedule and check you as a as a person and be like nope this is not working for you also you you're saying that it's okay to have to to just have a day where you you don't do anything which is something that we all take very lightly um because we always grinding we always hustling like we're always chasing something to get done and then um also we're control freaks and i'm speaking from a place of um of honesty because i'm like oh no because this gotta get done this is how i'm gonna control it this is how i'm I'm gonna do it it's it's it it becomes intense and it becomes stressful Mm -hmm. it becomes really really stressful so for rena to do that that was Absolutely amazing. And then also the number one thing we do is we forget about ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's the number one thing that we do. The number one thing that we do is forget about ourselves. Because if you're a parent, you got to take your kids here. You got to take your kids there. You got to get them to school. You got to do all of this stuff. If you're single, you have your career. You got to work out. You got to eat. You got to do all of these other things. So whether you're single or not, it's still a full load to live this life and Absolutely. just to do checks and balances. So um, that was that was a lot. Like you said so many great things to put us on a thought, a thought for a moment, just to stop and think like, okay, let me break out my planner real quick. Some of us don't have planners because we just choose not to plan and we just choose to do things on a whim.
1: (laughs) And I don't know if that's wisdom, to be honest. I didn't operate with one. I didn't operate with a planner. Uh, But I started, the interesting thing about it is I was planting seeds Mm -hmm. and starting to get a little bit of an awareness of something before I was even aware that this is what was happening. Because I remember saying to myself a few years ago, you know what, I'm going to get a planner because I'm going to be accountable to my life
0: yeah and
1: mainly just because I was finding that I was managing things like I said I definitely wasn't balanced obviously but I was managing things but I had so many things that I was responsible to keep up with Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about that lighting
0: oh no it's okay
1: (laughs) I had so many things I was responsible to keep up with that I didn't um I basically would be in a position where I always felt like I was running and I wasn't really prepared yeah. So the planner didn't remove anything from my calendar. It just put me in a position to where I was able to be more prepared for what I was going to do. And that gave me a little bit less anxiousness when I was going about my day to day. And when I started writing things down, another thing happened is I then felt more accountable to them, because okay. right, it's things that I would have been doing anyway, but I felt more accountable to them. So when you fast forward and you bring in Rena, I already am in this habit of writing things down and really depending on my calendar Mm -hmm. because I can go to it, you know, to keep me organized. And what I saw was I don't ever have, there is no time that's not off limits. Sure. Like I didn't see it as I'm unavailable. Like Mm -hmm. I would double and triple book sometimes. I felt Mm -hmm. as if if i had a space then it was a spot that i could fill
0: oh man
1: yeah and i didn't see it as anything that i needed to make an adjustment to because to be honest with you all the things that i was doing are things i wanted to do they were mm-hmm. good st- good things like i wanted to mentor i wanted you know i needed to you know be able to get my school stuff done i wanted to stuff like i'm a big proponent of being a part of the community you're in Mm. and supporting the people in the community. So, you know, like there's been times, I mean, I told you, okay, it's a lady I know at church and her kid has a band concert or something. Like I want to go and be present and to show up in all the places that matter to me. Mm. And I saw all my work responsibilities, school ministry as things that I'm obligated to do, but I enjoy doing. And I was also busy trying to create resources so that I could do more. Mm. And it wasn't until, and I don't remember exactly when this clicked, but I know at a point it clicked for me that I'm my number one resource.
0: Yeah.
1: Like of course, God is my plug. He's my source. But where I'm looking at, like the resource of time, the resources of finances, like I am the resource that I really need to steward. Mm. Oh my! God. Then I'm not. Then I'm really just, you know, getting ate up out here.
0: Yeah, because okay, God is the source we plug into him Mm -hmm. so he give us breath he give us life he give us all the essentials Mm -hmm. that we need um not materialistic things or anything like that just this body just this temple or whatever and Mm -hmm. we don't think about our bodies as being a resource because think about it if you have all of this stuff on your planner, and you're doing all of this stuff and counting on this checklist and checking things off in this task list or whatever. What are you going to give to you when you need it most? You ain't right. nothing, and you got one. You, there's only one. You, there's yeah. nobody else. There's only one. You, even if they cloned you, it still wouldn't make a difference because right. there's only right. one. You, so that right there is. um. It's very, very prominent because God is the source, and at the end of the day, we are the resource. But not only are we a resource to to other people and our families, we're a resource to ourselves. We have to be able to pull from somewhere. If I can't, if I, I always say this: if I don't have enough to give to me, I definitely ain't got it to give it to you. There is just null and void. Like there's nothing here. Like I'm empty. There's nothing else there for you. So um with the um, and I, I get it, like we're all trying to achieve things, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's certain things that we gotta do to achieve those certain things, whether it's going to school, whether it's starting a business, whether it's whatever venture that um that you may have, or whatever the case is you got to put some time in for yourself because you're spending time putting time in for everybody else. Right. But you don't right. have time for you. Ooh, that kind yeah. of don't, don't work well.
1: <laughs> and we're the common denominator. Yes. All of the things that we steward. Yeah. every single one of them. So with work, I'm putting time in, I have these goals. I want to achieve certain professional advancement. I want to achieve a certain financial position so that I can put myself, my community, my family in the best position possible. But I got to show up and be present, Mm -hmm. utilizing myself, my energy, my skills, my abilities. So I'm a resource there for ministry. Well, doggone, I can't give what I ain't got in me. Right. Listen. Like at some point I have to be able to sit down, get under the spout where the glory comes out, as my mentor, you know, who would say, and just be able to pour from yeah. my cistern. Well, then also when it comes to a personal life. Well, doggone it, I ain't got one if I'm not present, like for if I'm if I'm worn. And that was like getting that whole I'm the most valuable resource that I have. And then also making sure that when I looked at all the time that I'm spending in this full calendars that I saw myself somewhere on there, those two things were really, really critical for me to at least process from the right lens as I then started the challenge of trying to walk out now what I've learned.
0: Oh, so yeah,
1: cause I, you ain't
0: done just with revelation. No, 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 not at all. Because you we got a lot of work to do. But to, yeah. to also um pin right there, um, making time for yourself, I want to say there's a difference between making time for yourself and being selfish. It's two Mm -hmm. totally different things because a lot of people feel like if they do take time for themselves, that they're being selfish to everybody else. And that's not what that means. Selfish strictly means I'm strictly for self on my planner. It's about me and Mm -hmm. nobody else. About my nails my hair my eyes my outfit my career everything is my 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 me 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 i i i But you don't have any room for anybody else but when you take time for yourself there is nothing selfish about that and you're supposed to take time for yourself because right. a lot of things can happen your mental health can be out of whack your prayer life can be out of whack You can be out of whack and go into depression and all of this other stuff, and it can be wear and tear on you. And if you're a person that don't talk at all and just keep going and going and going and going, you're going to crack up like you're going to be a ticking time bomb because one day somebody could ask you something really, really simple and you flip out on them because you all of this stuff in because you're not balancing you first
1: yeah I agree but so then I actually disagree to a certain extent I have an opinion okay I think that there's a difference between being selfish and being self-centered
0: that's good I,
1: (laughs) I think that at times it's necessary to be selfish um you you know, we have a mutual friend who was like my ace when we were, you know, working together, yeah. um, which is crazy now back in the day. And <laughs> that person had selfish down.
0: Ooh. And I
1: didn't have it as much. And all the time it would be like, I need a little bit of you. You need a little bit of me. Because having the self-consideration
0: mm-hmm. is
1: necessary. yeah, And, and it's coming to play with as I go through this balance thing. Because there are times where I'm so used to giving a yes, yes. and showing up for everyone else that I miss that that was oftentimes a no to showing up for me. Oh, So sometimes you have to choose you, but I'm not self-centered. Yeah, I just have to make a selfish decision and consider me, you know, in this moment.
0: Yeah, like let me shield... Me for this moment because shielding me is saving myself and saving you too.
1: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> is this it, is very stewardship, right? Yep. Like if yes. I don't steward my time and steward my energy. Yes. So there are times where it's such a great thing for me to say yes to. How ever mm-hmm. I've been nonstop, and I've been giving, 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 mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the things that I do are very interaction heavy. Yeah, actually, all of them are very interaction heavy. <laughs> so I need periods of just rest. Yeah, or not talking at all, which is crazy. As I enjoy people, I enjoy talking. I'm, you know, I'm talkative, but I need times where I don't say anything and I get a chance to kind of withdraw and not be around people. Mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's like, okay, well, there's this event going on. It could be connected to a favorite charity of mine. But I'm going to have to make a self decision and not participate. I may have said yes, but I might even have to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it. And it's like my calendar shows that I have the availability, but I ain't got the availability. <laughs> that slot is filled with me.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> all day long mm-hmm. yeah so. <laughs> but i like how you um how you inserted that in there because right now i think um it's new to this world of mental health because of course being in the african american community we didn't really talk about mental health so now we're just starting to realize narcissism and narcissism is we- such <laughs> such a heavy thing because uh, we just didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know this is what we were doing and this, these are the people that we were dealing with and, and things of that sort. So, Narcissism is being self-centered and then manipulating people in the midst of it, which is a really, really, really ugly situation and there's no balance in that at all. Because no, you're not going to...
1: victim. You're a whole victim out here. You monster. (laughs) But no (laughs) Hold the hostage. (laughs) Yes. Listen, Mm -hmm. right now, I promise you can be released right now from the narcissist demon. If there's anybody right now under the sound of our voices listening, you don't have to stay bound to any of these things. There's freedom here. There's truly, truly freedom here. Um, Jokingly, but seriously, there's freedom. I think that. I, oh man, you brought up something that is, uh, it's a sticky subject it is. because I feel as if back to the whole, sometimes there needs to be a balance. Yeah. I feel like a narcissist is out of balance all the way. There's a person who is completely unaware of where they need to have more self-consideration Mm -hmm. And then there is a person who's self-centered. I think that um, it's just, it's unbalanced. Like it's just a bit of an abomination just because it's unbalanced. Like it needs, we need to be somewhere in the middle. And I for sure feel as if, if a person's motives are all self-centered, then that's just not going to be a good situation either way. No. You know, And people have different reasons for how they get to that. I I don't believe, thank God, that that's my story. But my story is no better than theirs because we're each out of balance. Yeah. You know, um, we need to each just kind of grab each other's hand and bring it closer. And kind of um, walk us through. Yeah, absolutely. Walk us through. And definitely, I had to extend grace to myself. So I would say for someone who has more of a self-centered challenge, they have to extend some grace to themselves, too.
0: Yeah. Because we have
1: different things that led us to how we get to be how we are. I, I can process it and for sure say that I've always been on captain team too, too much. Always, <laughs> I've always been the captain of that team, excuse me. But I also, I think that there has to get to a point, though, too. And I was thinking this earlier when we were talking, I think that we have to all be able to recognize mm-hmm. and decide that we are not going to be validated by our business.
0: Yes.
1: Because I'm used to growing up playing multiple sports, being a part of different um, clubs Mhm. Mama going to church. We going right there with her. Yeah. Right in the choir. I got to sing. I don't want to sing soprano. I want to sing alto, but I'll leave that right there. (laughs) You know, like all of these different things. I remember all throughout school for as long as I can remember. Getting home after practice of some whatever season sport it was. Mm
0: -hmm. And it
1: would be like 930. Like my mom would cook us dinner and she'd wake us up and we eat. And then we go to bed. And it was just like it used to be—the longest days ever. So, for a long time, when I wasn't doing anything, I felt worthless.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And I'm like, sometimes I have to check like my heart posture.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Am I doing what I think I should be doing? Yeah. Do I have to do this? Is this busyness my validation? And I think that that's maybe not for everyone, but that's something else that I had to make sure that I was considering because it's nothing wrong with just
0: chilling. Yeah, the, the whole so the grace part, the grace of, um, of being able to give yourself grace that's important too because I think a lot of us are unable to forgive other people because we don't extend grace to ourselves mm-hmm. so that's one thing that's an issue the other um, the other thing that you said was the busyness of it so if you're not doing anything and I'm I'm one of those people too if I am literally not doing anything not in front of my computer not not um, tending to my children, not tending to my husband, not cleaning or whatever the case is that I do, I literally would feel like, oh, my God, I'm lazy.
1: Right.
0: If I feel like I'm sleeping too long, oh, my God, like, I will wake myself up out of my sleep like, no, ma'am, you got to get this done, you got to get that done. And I was really bad at if I did get to a, a place where I took a nap because my body just like yanked me into submission and was Mm -hmm. like you need to go lay down and when I lay down I will wake up and look at all the stuff that's not done Mm -hmm. and be like oh my god I just wasted all these hours like I could have I could have did this I could have did that I could have all of this stuff so now I'm beating myself up because I took a nap which is completely natural (laughs)
1: yeah and I think there's oh I'm sorry no you're good I think even with that, we got to balance in the statements too because, okay, you taking a nap doesn't make you a bum. Thank like you. Like I grew up hearing this phrase, burning daylight. And it's mm-hmm. like, I just feel like, oh, I'm burning daylight. I could have been doing something. Yeah. A person who's driven is going to be driven and then sometimes have to give them self permission to rest. Yes. A person who's a bum and they're late, like like there, you know there's levels to this and that that's a different thing but i do feel like a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to rest yeah. and i can just speak for myself um the standard was the constant activity yes. and moving to where i've been hearing people say forever i started hearing it really college okay where it was just like this—you don't know how to sit down—and it just sounded like it was foreign. Like I didn't really—I I didn't process it. I heard it, but I couldn't really process it. Right. I didn't really see anything that I was doing as extra, mm-hmm. because I was as busy as I'd always been. Right. And it's just like, well, I have the time. This is the thing. This is how it goes. And it wasn't until. Like I said, just some some time after Reno where I realized, okay, just because there are the seven days, they don't all have to be filled with something. And then also make sure that you are stewarding your energy and even giving yourself the time to listen to yourself. Because I could make my body perform at a certain level. My body was never given permission to speak up. So it would have to Mm -hmm. be, like you said, like take it. So when I would do too much, I would get sick.
0: Yeah. And
1: this is like, okay, I'm not getting good sleep. I'm not drinking enough water. My immune system is weak. But it's like, listen, your body is only going to let you run it at that speed for so long before right. it's just like, listen, I don't know what you're about to do, but we're sitting down.
0: <laughs> kind of devo you into this situation. Like, uh, yep, we've been running and running and we tried to be nice and we tried to talk to you, but now you got anemia. Now Shut. you got headaches. Now, <laughs> now you dehydrated. Now you can't do this. Now you got gout. No, not the gout. Now now you gotta you walking on water. So now you gotta sit down with your feet elevated. Like yes. it's so much stuff that that your body says to you. And we just we just be like, oh. It is what it is. I got to grind. I got to get this done. I got to do that. And I literally could look back on the days where I used to be a waitress and a bartender. So I will work as a waitress in the morning. And then at night, I will be a bartender, sometimes working double shifts at both places on the weekend, full-time student in college with like, I think at the time, like 24 credit hours that I was going through. And I'm days I'm not sleeping. Days I'm not eating, mind you, I work in two restaurants, but I'm not eating, I'm not sleeping, I got to pay bills, and I'm going to take care of this, and all this other stuff. Not to mention, I did not have a car in Atlanta, yeah. which is a whole nother beast <laughs> in itself. And I look at those days like, man, sometimes I feel like they were wasted, because I feel like I could have worked a lot smarter, instead of overworking harder. Yeah, that you can, here's the thing, we can accomplish a lot of things. It's just being strategic about it. And some things are immediate and some things you could just schedule for another time and put it on the back burner. And it doesn't need to be addressed at the moment. But for me, I was like, okay, I have to stack this money. I got to pay my bills. I have to finish at school. I, I mean, I did great in school. I was you know, on the honor roll, on the dean's list, and all of this other stuff. But it is like, what, I mean, what does that benefit me now? Because yeah. I'm not walking around with the dean's list on my chest everywhere I go, or talking to people in the store, like, yeah, I was on the dean's list. Yeah, check that out. Like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. So um, I definitely think what it is is the grind. Because we get so excited about the grind and every day I'm hustling and all this other stuff. But you hustling yourself to our early grave because you're not eating in between. Or you're not drinking water in between, you know. So that's, that's my my soapbox for a little bit. <laughs>
1: Honey, I want to join you on that box. Or if you would mind <laughs> I could borrow it. No, but yeah. truthfully, I think that um, when you're talking, I'm just like, we glorify the grind. Yeah, Even what you did like, so you have self awareness, you have really good self awareness. Um, I think that the whole being validated by the business thing the person who has the story mm-hmm. and is able to regale somebody else with when I was whatever, I did this and I did that, and I was doing this and I didn't, and it's like the longer, the more commas, the more intense that story is yeah the more that's respected
0: mm-hmm. versus the
1: person who well i you know and then it's they don't have anything or they can fill in the blank with less yeah and it's just like the the being validated by that busyness like i i feel like sometimes we own so much of how that story presents us yeah that it ends up being this thing that we are consistently creating because to be busy is to be a boss
0: Come on. But,
1: you know, and and I know for me, I don't really know if so much of that is part of the seeds that created the roots of what it is that I'm challenged by. Mm-hmm. I, think I just really am used to being busy. You know, yeah. also, when I was thinking about this, um, my far- my parents have always been very busy, too. Like um, they each are like incredibly talented, intelligent people and always had a bunch of different activities going on. Yeah. They also had busy childhoods too. So it's just like, these are good things to be involved in. But um, when you don't allow yourself permission, the rest of you can't see that you need
0: it. Yeah. That's
1: why I feel like on an individual level for me is where like I went wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the, I can agree with that because my grandmother was, my grandmother was and still is, even though she's passed on, my super, my superhero, basically. Because she was, she was a mother of five. My grandfather passed away in the 70s. Her, what shifted her trajectory was when my grandfather passed, she had no money at all like he passed away and it was like the money flow just stopped not saying that she wasn't working or anything but that extra income is now gone my mom was 13 at the time my uncle um was probably like i want to say maybe three or four and then she still had the other three that was going on to college and still in high school and and all of that and so my grandmother became a seamstress she was a hairdresser, she cleaned houses for rich people um, during the day, she cooked suppers on the weekend. Like for her, it was a grind. And for me, it was like, my grandmother is doing this and she's doing that. And for me, it was admiration because I was like, Lord, this lady's all over the place. Not to mention she did prayer service and choir rehearsal because she sung in the choir. So she had all of this stuff going on. So for me, because I was seeing it, I was like, okay, this is how I got to do it. So when I got out on my own and I graduated from high school, I was like, okay, I'm away from home. My family is 600 and something miles away. It's just me. I'm all I got is me and Jesus alone. I got to figure this thing out. And so I started to mimic what I had saw all my life. And that's when, while I'm grateful for <laughs> while I'm grateful for her her light, her life and her testimony, it was just that nobody ever pulled her to the side and was like, "It's a different way to do it. You don't have to exert yourself doing all the things that you did because she put all of her children through college. Wow, every single one of them um and she did it all. By herself, but the the number one she's the one the number one thing that she's the drill into us was make sure you have money for a rainy day. Mm. Don't work so hard and not have nothing to show for it. So that was always replay in my mind. and if I felt like I couldn't go buy some shoes or buy some clothes or Um, a handbag or whatever the case is just being materialistic I was like oh no I got to go grind and get some more money because I want this I want that I want to go out I want to go do this and all of this nonsense basically just grinding for things that don't have any substance and they only last for so long for a limited time offer basically and
1: I think that when I think about these heroes that we were blessed to know and get an opportunity to emulate. One thing that's clear is their journey was mm-hmm. their own. We can pull yeah. stuff from it, but then we go in and try to be identical. Cause I think about like the challenge of one or two children, let alone when you start. Like now we got whole teams of kids. Yeah. And then you're doing those things on your own, especially in a time where um that generation, females were very male dependent, you know. So it's yeah. it's a situation where sometimes I think that the choices that they had to make, they had less of them. Yes. Than maybe you and I do. Yeah. We don't have to do things on our own. You know, like we can actually, but that comes with stewardship too. Like yep. I feel like just in knowing when to Like, we can be a strong black woman without (laughs) pulling a truck.
0: (laughs) Look, listen, put the ropes down. Put the chains down. You don't have to carry the 18-wheeler on your back. That's what they made Max for. That's what they made all of those trucks for. You don't have to carry it on your back. It's unnecessary. (laughs) Put it down.
1: (laughs) Like, I think, like, that's what I'm like—the busyness, defining, and all of that. The validation of it is like, okay, I did about myself. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> we, we are never really fully alone. And then, if you, if like you said, being smarter about it, as a like, yes, there's hard work to be had out here in these streets. How and ever,
0: comma. Like,
1: come on. Like, I don't have to get the arthritis
0: hard. <laughs> oh any of that. I don't, you know, dislocate my shoulder right. and lift up my ankle. So
1: I can help that support <laughs> this story I'm about to tell. Right. While I'm on the Mount Rushmore in my life, come on, like, come on.
0: <laughs> just go to my GoFundMe and uh... <laughs> so just okay, like, we, we
1: have those tools, but we also now have wisdom in different, different circumstances. So yeah. we can be better out here.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, it's not that, um, it a lot of times is not that we don't have choices. It's just that we're not wise in what we're choosing. And so that becomes like an aha moment where we literally have to sit back and be like, wait, let me weigh out my options. Cause I do believe in everything we have. Some form of an option, even if it's just one, you got an option. It's just how, it's just actually how you handle it and how you maintain it. And so that's what ultimately, well, that's one of the things that throws us off balance for sure. Yeah. And so
1: I was telling you how, all right, now I have some awareness.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: I even have someone else's perspective that I can take on. And it's an additional thought to my thought. Right. So thank you, Rena. Thank you, friends, whatever. (laughs) I then still had to make the choice to then make sure that I was considering the things that I now knew to consider. Yeah. And because I've had practice at the other way, I have to put things in place to ensure my success.
0: So Mm -hmm. that I make
1: the right choice. So I have to keep the accountability, like, which is what was really a big part, me giving someone permission, Mm -hmm. um, giving them access, but I have to keep that. And then I also have to use some of those same tools that I was using to overbook myself and build in some parameters to make sure that I don't do that.
0: Boundaries.
1: Boundaries.
0: Yes. Yes. yes boundaries are important because i think we true boundaries it is so okay to have boundaries you can have healthy comfortable relaxing boundaries mm-hmm. you can absolutely do it but what you said like if you don't get anything else from this podcast you can take these words permission stewardship accountability, and boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are your four pillars okay, for balance.
1: will go a long way unless you want to skip that Disney. You are <laughs> going to trip and fall plenty of times. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all gotta check out Tony Baker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, if that's... If, at least if you're gonna skip it, make sure that's the song that you're singing. You know Listen, what I mean? No, that, no,
1: we don't want to.
0: <laughs> At least be jingle ready. I'm just saying.
1: No, no you, actually, you know not. what? You might be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> At least be jingle ready. Don't so. Do it. Do it, jingle ready.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you got to do it in some type of style. So let me ask you this. So, this transition, was it easy for you to deal with?
1: girl my gut got tight just now <laughs> he said it hecky he no nah. it wasn't easy hecky he no nah. <laughs> not a bit of oh, course not Of oh, course okay. not so it wasn't easy but it wasn't difficult okay so something is to be said for giving another person permission but then you also got to give yourself permission to make the adjustment And giving yourself permission and then kind of having the understanding that it's going to be different. Like, it's not going to be fluid all the time. So, prime example, your girl gave out yeses. I kept a good yes in the (laughs) pocket, okay? And then (laughs) your audience is going to learn just how ridiculously (laughs) me and wonderful I am. But, um, so we
0: appreciate
1: I, it. What'd
0: you say? We appreciate it. Oh, thank
1: you. <laughs> so, um, learning the art of the no, and when to give the no, and that it's okay if you give the no, and that you don't need nobody's daggone permission to give it. Like, some because here's what I did is prioritizing my time
0: mm-hmm. was a part
1: of the stewardship piece. Right. Yes. And so when I had to insert the boundaries to ensure that I was a part of that schedule, that was really challenging because mm. I'm looking at the actual calendar and it is a blank. But it doesn't really make sense for me to have it filled because I need to do something. Yeah. Tend to me, you know, yeah. at of time. So what it what happened was I became. I wasn't a slave to my calendar necessarily, but I became dependent on it. And so if I, someone brought some appointment to me, I looked in at my planner. Oh, I'm good on this date. Like, always having to, to go back and do that. And what will happen is once, at least for me, when I made the decision that I was going to show up and stand up for myself in this way, mm-hmm. all of a sudden my body started to respond. Oof. So... The things that before I could just constantly do, every time I made an opening for myself, my body was like, oh, thank you, Lord. And so I started to need and crave more of it in the time.
0: Mm. So if
1: I've tried to go back to my old ways, let's just call it that, I got punished <laughs> by the traitor that is my own body.
0: Your body said nope, not today. I'm like, mm-hmm. I used
1: to do month stretches. Now you can't do a two week stretch and hold your girl down. No, I made a mistake.
0: <laughs> I went to a game. I'm sorry. This was a good cause. We had fun, didn't we? We had fun. Yes, you was fun.
1: Come on, we do this. We've done this. And then I would literally have to recover. And then in all of those areas where I'm trying to be a steward, so now I'm worn and I'm tired with the work. I'm worn and I'm tired with the school. I don't have the level of grace or patience maybe that I need in the relationship. Like it all. Once I was aware, that's the thing. Once you know, you can't unknow what you know. Oh, so that's good. The adjustment is—it's a real thing, getting adjusted. So, um, that was a bit challenging another thing too is sometimes it takes an adjustment period for the people in your life to adjust
0: oh talk about it
1: so that ends up being somewhat challenging in that you have to recondition them as well Mm -hmm. and then you gotta continue to give yourself permission and, and let yourself know like you're not wrong for saying yes to you
0: yeah yeah and if you ever Encounter someone that just feels like you're wrong for doing that. That should that's a keen sign that this is somebody that's not for you. Push them because if of you Get them to
1: that I don't mean it.
0: Push them down the stairs <laughs> of your life. Uh, possibly send them with a balloon first Uh, (laughs) because that's important because everybody is not going to be able to adjust but guess what if they were if they couldn't go to work and allow their managers to tell them hey there's some company changes and we have to adjust guess what they're going to adjust because they're getting the paycheck so because we have a friendship because we have a friendship that means you supposed to adjust. That's just the bottom line. If you don't want to, then hey, um, may the Lord watch between me and D <laughs> <Okay. Consistently. laughs> While we're from one f- from, another, from another, you know, praise the Lord. So, but when you said um, it is okay to say no, I literally was about to knock everything over in front of me because that's <laughs> a joke within itself. Just to say no, because people are out here hostage to not saying no. It You can listen, really grow I'm hostage here, on. yeah. And then you hand people <laughs> the
1: handcuffs to you. Like, um, people having ownership of your time is a big thing out here mm. in these streets. And there's like an entitlement that comes to it. But if I may, just do you mind if I touch on a little bit of what you were just saying? Yeah. All right. So, as much as I jokingly say, push them down the stairs of your life, like if they got to go, then of course, you know, I bid you farewell. But also, on popular opinion, it's your fault. Like, it's my fault to a certain extent because everyone knows the phrase treating people how you want to be treated, but there's sure. a conditioning that happens. It's just like, and everything and every person in my life has been formed to this mold. Yeah. Right. And they've kind of molded around me and and I. Have not created the truth of of what it is that's needed. So then, when I go and I shift things, it's not just an adjustment for me; it's an adjustment for them too. Yeah. So, in the same way, being gracious with ourselves is going to be a requirement as we walk out this shift. Being gracious with them too, because they're used to the oh, They're used to the yes. They're they've counted on that. That's. But I think that. To your point, the people who really care and are supposed to be there, like, they're going to understand and you can have that transparent conversations. And what I've done is, like, it's really also put me in a position to where I can now count on those people to be my support and additional accountability buddies. Yeah. Well, maybe not accountability buddies, but help me to be accountable because they're aware, hey. I'm really looking to want stewardship for finances. And I won't get into that because um, I know that, you know, there'll be some discussion on that another time. But I have a goal. This is what I need to do. Explaining to them that they they care about you. You know, Ooh. they care about me and and really they understand. So in the same way, sometimes I would forget. Oh no, this isn't how we do things anymore. I didn't consider this thing. It's possible for that to be the case with them too. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's important. It's a teachable moment oh, yeah. to absolutely oh, yeah. be able to say, "Hey, I'm trying this out. I don't know if you thought about trying it, but it should, you know, it should be something that you definitely try out." So, we are we've had some great conversations. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And you about guys, balance. So patient. I'm
0: sorry about the light. Like I'm no, trying to bring right. light. <laughs> yeah. So the um we've had some great conversation with with about balance and how we've you know navigated through this thing. But um, is there any last word that you would like to give to the listeners or the viewers? <laughs> About okay. balance,
1: so we've touched on so many little nuggets. I hope that this stuff has been a blessing to you. Um, what I can say is you deserve it.
0: Mm, that's good,
1: you deserve it. Um, your goals, the things that you desire, they deserve a you that can show up, they deserve mm-hmm. a you that has the energy, like the reason you are your best resource is because it's going to have to be you that's present for anything that you desire to achieve or to walk through. Yeah. So you must balance so that you can fully be present and fully enjoy everything that you're called to do, be a part of. So that's the last thing I would say. Um, in addition to everything else, I would say
0: you deserve it. That's awesome. Yeah, because your dreams and your your aspirations, they can't happen if if you're not available. And they can't happen if you're not well and if you're not strong enough to take on the tasks that come along with achieving those things. So, yes, you have to find your happy medium. Find your happy medium and, and start to build on it. And Rome was not built in an hour or two hours or overnight, or the next day. It was a progression. So anything worth having is is worth working hard on, but it's also worth wor- working strategically about it. So that's, that's key. That's very important. So yeah, you deserve it. And you should definitely take that right in the mirror, write it on a sticky note or something where you can see that. So that way, the next time you feel unbalanced, it can get you back into balancing. So thank you, Rue, for (laughs) being with us and talking to us about balance. We appreciate it. Give them your uh, Instagram, Facebook, anything you want to give them social media-wise.
1: Okay, so uh, you can follow me on IG at Life with Rue, L I F E W I T H R H U, or D I V A R H O N I. You can follow me on Facebook, Renisha Fields, and check out my kingdom brand, Defining You. So, Defining You, you can find that at www definingyoubyhisview.com
0: awesome yes please get your gear as soon as possible that's once again www.definingyoubyhisview.com we'll speak to you guys later thank you for listening bye guys thank you for having me Welcome.